coming up on The Kim Gravel Show. How much do you beat yourself up, sis? Every day, all day. And what are some of the things that you say to yourself over and over again inside that nobody hears? You're not good enough. Um, you, uh, you're not who God has called you to be. We'll get to the healing part in a minute. Keep going. This is the Kimberbell Show. Let's just go on and spill the tea. This is one of the realest persons I've ever met in my darn life. You gotta watch this. My mission is to encourage every single woman. We're here to lift y'all up. There's no one more effective than moms. You mess with the bull, you gonna get the horns. I need coffee, I need Jesus, and I need therapy. (laughs) (laughs) If you can bring a smile to people's faces, why would you not? I love our kids, we love our husbands. What a blessing. (laughs) Okay. We're gonna dedicate this to you and finding your superpower. Okay, girl? True confidence is knowing who you are and why you're here. Hey, y'all, this is the Kim Gravel Show, and this season, we are leveling up our lives and stepping in to our purpose, our calling, and we're going to do that together. This episode, we're going to call it Stop Making Excuses and Think Bigger About Your Life. So if you're ready to level up, uh, this is a perfect episode to tune in and listen, because for many of us, living a big life is scary, and I think the excuses that we make we make from fear of it actually really happening, okay? I I know excuses for me are habitual because when you look on social media and you, you hear all these inspirational, motivational things, it it can get exhausting because they're like, work harder, you know, be smarter, take more time for yourself. And it's almost like this to-do list of things that you have to do to be peaceful, happy, and live a big life. And you're just like, well, dang, I can't do one more thing. I'm exhausted. Yeah, that's that toxic positivity, right? That's that like... Well, yeah. I mean, what they're saying and what even I have said is the truth. It's not that it's not true. You do have to work hard. You do have to do, you know, the hard yards and work and have the experience. But at the same time, it should be pleasurable. It shouldn't always be this... To live a big life and live your purpose shouldn't be hell. And I think what happens is we put so much expectation and pressure and and just harsh criticism on ourselves to the point it paralyzes us. It makes us immobile because we think if we have to do one more thing. And then not to mention the insecurity that surrounds, how can I live a big life? What have I got to offer? So this episode, we're going to dig in with Blythe, someone who says that she struggles with this idea of living a big life, who she says she makes excuses for herself and not moving forward in her call. And we're going to hear how she walks through this in a very real way. But if you are watching right now or listening right now and you want more out of life, I'm here to tell you, you can have it. 
You don't have to clean yourself up. You don't have to fix yourself up. You you don't have to do any of that. You don't need to be fixed. You're not broken. We live in a broken world, but you're not broke. So this episode is for you. If you want a big life, you can have it. It's yours for the taking. We're going to talk about how you can do that right now. Today, we're going to be talking to Blythe McMahon. She has been a listener of our show for a while, and she has said that she wants a big life. And um, we're going to talk to her tonight to find out, A, why does she not have it? And B, how can we get her there? So everybody, welcome Blythe McMahon. Thank you so much. Okay, Blythe, I'm telling you right now, you've got to just start us off, kick us off, and tell us your nickname for yourself. Well. It's brunette with a booty. Okay. Yes. (laughs) And what kind of booty is it? You know, because all booties are not created equal. It's the good kind, right? Right. I like that you're starting with like the the hard-hitting questions, Kim. Can I just say off the bat? (laughs) Booties are back. The people need to know, Zach. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Flight is on board. I'm just saying. I'm going to use this. Trust me. I'm going somewhere with this brunette with a booty thing. Because I remember when we were talking to you earlier and you said that, I thought, oh, I will never forget Blythe, the brunette with a booty. (laughs) I mean, that's a BBB. That's a triple threat B right there. Yes. Yes. Well, it Uh, is round. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Go on now. Go on with it. You've started it. Keep it going. It is round. It is voluptuous. And it... It lets people know you're in the room. Let me just tell you. <laughs> they see you coming and going, don't they? That's they right. <laughs> All right. Listen, Blythe, the reason I had you come on the show tonight, and I thought you were just the perfect person to be our guest tonight. Let me give you a little background about uh, Blythe. We know that she's got a good booty. Uh, We know that she's brunette. Her husband is a fifth generation farmer. You're in Oklahoma. Um, Mm -hmm. Right now, you're a stay-at-home mom. Yes. Um, And you said you just realized that you'll be on the farm now for the rest of your life. Well, so like you said, my husband is a fifth generation farmer and I've just kind of had the realization that every woman in this family has put their entire heart and soul and everything into this farm. And I want to, too, but I, I don't think that I want to live and die on the farm. I think that I want to live in a calling that God has asked me to live for, but also support my husband and my children in that way. But I think there's something more for me. Tell me what you're struggling with. Get real with me about, you know, I have two kids too. I know you're 33 years old and I think I know what you're trying to say, but I don't want to put words in your mouth. Tell me exactly what you mean when you say there's more. I feel a little trapped. I feel a little bit like I have been put into a box and I'm not, I'm not good that way. I want to be, I want to be out there in the world and I want to make people happy. I want to make them to feel good about themselves. I want to bring people to Jesus. I want to be creative. And I just feel like I have been put into this box where I am a farm wife and a farm mother. And I love it. I do. But I just feel like God has called me to maybe put my personality out there into the world. 
Okay. So let me just, I love this. I love how you're getting transparent. You're really getting authentic now. And you can, This like again, this is a safe place. I like it, what you just said, but I have one little rub. One thing that you said that I was like, eh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. When you said, I feel trapped. And then you went on to describe it. And you said, and I love it. But we opened the show talking about that you're a brunette with a booty. (laughs) But when you're telling me your situation right now, your butt seems really small. Yes. You said, I love it. But that tells me that what followed after that butt diminished, diminished, diminished. So what you're doing is, is you're saying, I'm married. I'm living on the farm. I have three kids. I feel trapped. I'm here. I got to love it. But, see, I need you to have a bigger butt. But, mm-hmm. God has got more for me, blah, 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 blah. They both can coexist in the same sentence, just as powerful and just as strong. Yeah. So if yes. you're going to be Blythe with the big brunette booty, <laughs> I got to have a big butt, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, t- so tell me when you said, but I don't think God's got more for me. Why is that the lesser for you? Yeah, I think that I have taken on my husband's life. And then I have been kind of taught, you need to be content in the life that you're living. And, mm. and I do need to be content. It is true. But I think that I've... I think that I'm not using the gifts that God has given me um, to pursue the dreams that I've always wanted. And I'm not, I'm, and I don't even know exactly what those dreams are, but I know that they've been mm-hmm. put inside of me. And I'm, and mm-hmm. what does that feel like? What does that feel like? Because look, I've got some good news for you. Okay. Um, you can do both and do it and kick booty doing it with your booty. <laughs> Okay, you're going to be able to do both. And what I want to do in this show, you don't understand how many people listening right now who are feeling life the same way. But I loved it when you said, and I really don't even know what that is, but I know there's something inside of me to do, right? Yes. Okay, okay. So let's drill down what that would look like if that dream came to pass or what that dream would look like. Let's, Let's get a little deeper in that. Tell me okay. about some of the things that you have done that really feed your soul from a personal purpose and calling point of view. Not being a wife or a mother, which is so important. It's probably the most important job you have right now is being that mom. Yes. But wanting more, wanting a bigger life for yourself than what you're currently in, that doesn't make you not content. You're just not satisfied with that. Thank you, Kim. That's a difference. So this is how we, Blythe, this is how we start thinking bigger and broader and in, because bigger means more encompassing, all encompassing. It doesn't mean I got to ditch this to get this. You're going to make me cry. That's what I, <laughs> no, okay, Blythe, I'm serious. And I'm not trying to preach to you right now. And I'm, I'm coming up Blythe Street in a minute to Please ask you do. two more questions. But, but this is what I'm talking about, Blythe. You're thinking about life a la carte. Yes. You're thinking when you go to a fancy restaurant, now I had never been because I'm married to the cheapest man in the free world. Okay. So we don't, we, you know, it's Taco Bell. 
Or, you know, Shane's Rib Shack fries. Wait, wait, wait. We have to fact check that, Kim. (laughs) So cheap. You've never been to a fancy restaurant? Come on. If I have, I don't remember, people. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) But but just hang with me. But when you go to these fancy restaurants, I have heard, (laughs) I have heard that you sit there, Blythe, and it's $45 for a, a piece of lettuce with a little ranch dressing on it. It's $72 for a, a little thing of French fries. You ain't get but three or four. And it's an a la carte, meaning you got to pick and choose, right? Mm-mm. Yes. Life, life is like an all-you-can-eat buffet. You can go back as many times as you want and try as many things that you want until you fill up and overflow. Okay. So we got to switch your life from thinking like an a la carte menu and we got to switch it to thinking like an all you can eat buffet. Because when you were telling me earlier, I'm a farmer's wife, I've got kids and I love it, but I feel like there's more for me in life. Mm -hmm. That's how I knew you think you've got to pick and choose. Mm. So if, if you were not a farmer's wife and a mother, what would you be doing? When I was younger, I made so many videos with my brothers and sisters and we just were in front of the camera and that's where we shined and that's where we had like our um, fun time. And so um, I think if I was not um, a wife on a farm, I would probably be trying to emcee as many pageants as I could. I'd be trying to make videos online. I would want my brothers and sisters involved um, in everything I was doing because they're incredibly uh, talented too. And um, I kind of go back to the Partridge family because everybody everybody has something they can bring to the table. And so that's that's kind of where I've always seen myself is like, I I find myself at 33 thinking, man, I I think we could have... I think we could have done something with our talent. Mm, okay, okay. Um, I'm, 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 I've made an observation as you were telling me this. That came so freely and naturally to you, and you had more joy talking about that than you've had the entire interview that we, the entire time I've been talking to you. Yeah. Okay, so there's I, something to this. You what? Keep going, keep going, keep talking, keep telling me. I just, um, I want to make sure, I want, I want people to be happy. I want them to kind of be able to escape from their lives that maybe they're living and know. You want people to escape their lives. Why? Because I kind of want them to see the beauty that. I kind of want them to see the beauty that's before them. I don't, I mean, I want them to. I I kind of I want them to escape because I know how life is. I know it gets you get down and you get burdened. But if you see someone entertaining you and someone before you, you just you just you kind of forget about all that. How do you know what it feels like to escape? And why? Tell me why the word escape came to you. Um, I had a theater coach in um, high school, and his main um, objective when we did a play in high school was to make the audience escape their lives for one hour and focus on what you were doing and to entertain them and to make them feel happy. And so I think that I've always carried that with me. I think it's an interesting word because I think we all are looking for escape. I think we're all looking for something to lighten the load. And that's what I keep hearing you say, Blythe. Um, 
just meeting you the last time I met you, I've got to tell you, you touched me to the core, A, because you were so vulnerable, and B, because you were so ready. You're ready for this next step. You're ready to level up your life. I think you, I think you just don't know how to do that yet. Would you agree with that? I would absolutely agree with that. Okay. If you did know what it would be, tell me. If you did know what it would be, the next step for you to level up your life, what would it look like? When um, I am in a room with my sister and we are just off the cuff going back and forth with each other. And I used to sell, I used to sell some um, signs and I, I have... I feel like I have really good ideas. I'm just not able to get them. Um, you know, I'm not able to, uh, it, I don't know. I, I'm not able to sell them well. I'm just like, I, I've got the idea, but how do I go about that? So um, okay. we were doing videos. And so we would do videos online and we would get like, I we had a group and we just do it in our group. And um, we'd get feedback like, you girls, I just come here to watch you girls perform. I just come here to watch you girls banter back and forth. And, um, and we get like, I don't know, a, a, a couple thousand views and it wasn't a lot, but it was, it was enough that it was like, Oh my gosh, we should keep going. I don't even want to sell the signs anymore. I just want to hang out with my sister and just have banter back and forth. My sister is Allison to a T. Oh, she God, is you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> she and Kim, you're gonna you're gonna laugh at this, but she's in the room with me. She is like, uh, she okay, has, well, she she has to pop- stick her head in. She- stick her head <laughs> in the room right now. Oh, she's she's ready. She is ready. Stick her head. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm a natural blonde. <laughs> This is getting good, Blythe. Okay. Okay, Blythe, that, that was so perfect. Um, okay, Blythe, let's talk about excuses. What are some of the excuses you make to not just sit down and do a few videos, if not just for anything, just to do it for yourself? What are some excuses you make to not, to not, get, to not live this bigger life that you want? Um, who do I think I am? Oh. Yeah. Oh. That's a deep one. Yeah. Well, light. That's so good. Yeah. So you ask yourself, who do I think I am to do this? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You live in a small town. No one has ever, um, I, I just feel like no one's kind of, I don't, they're this ever, people are successful, but I just feel like you live in a small town. People are judging every move you make. And, um, who do you think you are? to, to try and uh, level up your life. Who are you, who, who do you think you are that people aren't going to judge you? And, um, and I don't know, it kind of makes me want to cry a little bit. (laughs) Cry then get it out. This is why I wanted to have you on the show. Who do you think you are? That's such a big one. What's some more? Um, you live in a tiny town in Northwest Oklahoma. Uh, what makes you think that you can make it big? What makes you think that, well, and this is kind of all, it kind of all comes back to, to the, what I was saying before. Um, mm-hmm. There's more. Keep going. You're getting there. You're getting there, Blythe. I can tell you, I can tell you've never had to do this kind of uh, what I call digging for gold. 
I call this mm-hmm. digging for gold because a lot of times we live on the surface here and we yes. think we think we know what's going on and we think we know what's stopping us and we think but once you start drilling down and drilling down you start really getting to the meat of it so we're digging for gold here so keep talking keep telling me which how you feel about this and your excuses um and let it go let it go this is a safe place i have always been a people pleaser and i worry about what people think of me i want them to I want them to like me. I want them to be happy when they walk into a room where I am. And I will put myself on the floor. I will give you the shirt off my back to make sure that you feel good. Um, And I just feel like I've kind of, uh, kind of burned myself out a little bit in that area because I kind of want something for me. You have no idea what is happening right now in your life right this second. Um, I guess I just, uh, going back to childhood and stuff, I just, I was a, a middle child and this typical middle child. I know, I know, but, um, I, was kind of like, I was always happy and I was always content. And there was other um, people kind of paid attention to the other siblings. And maybe that's just my perspective, but um, I always felt a little lost in the middle, a little bit like, hey, look at me, look at me. And so now I just kind of feel that same way as an adult. Um, Hey, look at me. I I am uh, capable of doing something. other than just being a mom. Mm. How much do you beat yourself up, sis? Every day, all day. And what are some of the things that you say to yourself over and over again inside that nobody hears? You're not good enough. Um... You, uh, you're not who God has called you to be. You're not, um, I just feel like I'm not a good mother sometimes. I yell. I'm loud. I yell. Oh, God. I just, I just yelled two things today that I'm probably going to go straight to hell for. (laughs) So don't, don't judge yourself there, but we'll get to the, we'll get to the, we'll get to the healing part in a minute. Keep going. What are some of the things that you say in your head? To yourself. What makes you think that you can act the way you do and receive God's grace at the same time? Um, yeah, I just don't, I don't feel good enough. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know that I've ever done what God has called me to do. I'm so fearful. I'm so fearful that I'm doing the wrong thing, that I don't pursue the right thing. Ooh. Sounds like you, you're so fearful that you don't do the right thing, that you just don't do anything. Yeah. Okay. 
first first of all, Blythe, I feel like the all you can eat buffet is just the twenty nine ninety five away. You know what I'm saying? You just you just gotta walk in and you just gotta pay for that buffet and then you're gonna pull up to that table and you're gonna taste every bit of life that you want to. I promise you that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you receive that? I received that. I had to breathe that in. Yeah. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. what we're going to talk about tonight, and I don't know if we're going to get to it all tonight, and we might have to have a revisit on this because what you have uh, what you have shared with us this evening is is going to touch so many people. So, welcome to your calling, baby. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Because you've just entered, you've just entered it tonight. Okay? I just got cold chills from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet. You were a vessel. Look, I I don't even want to talk about me. I'm so into you right now. <laughs> I can't I can't get enough of this. Uh America's not gonna get enough of this. Y- you don't even know what you're doing, and I don't even know if that's what we should talk about right now. So stay with me, okay? What you have done tonight by sharing this is so powerful in your next step. Tonight, you have actually laid the excuses out. See, that's the thing about fear. Fear, people say fear and faith cannot exist, coexist. I don't agree with that. Or at least... I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a counselor, but I just know from my life lived experience, which has been pretty major, I've had a lot of life experience, I've had a lot of tragedy, I've had a lot of PTSD, trauma, I've had a lot of rejection, I've had a lot of verbal abuse, I've had a lot of people say I can't, I've had a lot of people do everything, but I chose to believe in God that I could. Wow. And it's not been easy, okay? It's not easy. Mm -hmm. I'm not sitting here promising you a bed of roses, okay? But what you've done tonight is you have taken a step and you have faced that fear and now you've made fear your frenemy. Now the fear doesn't scare you. Now the fear can ignite you. Okay. Fear can be that fire or that igniter to that fiery passion that's inside of you that has been there. Look, when I travel around and talk to women, I say to the whole entire audience, how many of you believe you have a purpose and a call in your life? Everybody raises their hand, Blythe. They put them down, I say, put them down. And then I say, how many of you know what that is? And crickets, no one knows. No one puts up their hand. They don't even do this. They don't even go, ah! They don't even do that. No one. You're not alone, but what you are is very brave. To admit what you've admit tonight, you don't know how many women feel this way. So I've never heard that. It's the truth. You're 33 years old. You're a baby. You're young. You've got your whole life ahead of you. You're not even to the sweet spot of womanhood yet, girl. You're just getting there. You are just getting there. It's coming for you. Now, this is what we got to do, though. We've got to change that mindset so that you're looking at life different. Right now, you're a mother of three young children. You're a wife to a man who works his can off. Mm -hmm. I mean, my Lord, there's nothing more important 
than teachers, nurses, and farmers. And, and, yes. and, and, you know, service workers, police officers, firemen. I mean, I could give you a whole list, but farmers is right up there in the top five. So what your husband is doing is his calling and it is yes. amazing. But you can support him in doing his and also thrive in doing yours. But the thing is, you're beating yourself up in your mind. And that ain't nothing but the enemy, sweetheart. He is trying to get you off of your course. You have a big call in your life. I know you're content and contentment means you're happy and you have a little bit of satisfaction because you have everything you need. That's what contentment means. It means happiness and satisfaction often because you have everything you need. But listen to this. You want to be satisfied and how you get satisfied. And let me tell you what satisfaction means. It means the fulfillment of one's wishes, expectations, needs, or the pleasure derived from this. You want the pleasure, the satisfaction of living out what you have been called to be. Am I right? You are so right. You've never, I've never had anyone speak those words uh, to me and over me. Yeah. You are yes, exactly right. And I'm doing it and you need to receive them because we're not done. This is going to be ongoing. I feel like you and I are getting close, baby. You and I, I know exactly how you feel and every woman listening to this can relate. You have said you make excuses. You have said you feel trapped. You have said you feel like you are not enough. You have said, who do you think you are? Everything you're feeling is going to be a catalyst for others to walk through this journey with you, Blythe. You're stepping in to your calling. Now, Back to you and your sister. Do you want a few pieces of advice how to get started? So bring your sister in. I want to see sis. <laughs> she, she's so ready. Let's do you have okay. do you have earbuds? Maybe you could get Do you have earbuds, earbuds for her? She do you does have any earbuds? Earbuds, Carrie. Oh. Oh, she just happened to bring a pair. No, well, <laughs> I'm so glad this happened. Because Blythe, I'm gonna give you some homework. I'm gonna give you some things to work on. I'm going to give you small little baby steps and you and I are going to walk this journey together. Consider me your mentor. I've never had one. Thank you. you. Well, you've got one tonight. Consider me your confident coach and consider me your biggest cheerleader and biggest fan tonight. Okay. So I'm barefoot. Thank you, Kim. That's fine. Get in here. Okay. She is Allison. If she's barefoot, all she would need is a red solo <laughs> cut and she'd be there. She'd be, she would be out. We've got the oh solo cut. Yeah. We've got the solo cut. Now. She had the headphones like, oh, I've got my head, I got my earbuds right here. <laughs> okay, Blythe, right now, right now, you gotta introduce your sister because that right there tells me you do have a future doing videos. So who is this beside who is the blonde bombshell beside you? This is my blonde uh bombshell of a sister, Carrie Schombacher. <laughs> she is an RN. <laughs> oh. Yes, hello, everybody. This is nice of you to pull me out of the corner. Oh, my gosh. I did not have to do that. Well. She said, I'm not worth you for pulling me out of the corner. Well, see, oh, perfect. Then I'm glad she's here. So, look, y'all are going to be part of my homework. I've got some homework for Blythe. So, the, so, this is what I want you to do. You've been so transparent tonight, and you have said that you and your sister used to make these videos. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get you to start making some videos for me. Oh. Um, I'm going to send you both a box full of Belle Beauty. You, bo you both are gorgeous. 
You both are hilarious. Um, you probably, I bet you anything just talking to y'all, you're doing impressions. I bet you can do funny stories. Girl, we got some accents. You've got the accent. One, but yeah, we're working on other. <laughs> <laughs> so I want you to start making some videos for me, Blythe. And you know what I'm going to do? I, I, I want, I'm going to pay you for your time. I'm going to start yeah. putting you in a professional setting. You've got to start fighting this excuse mentality and you've got to start taking a step and it's got to be exciting. You know, like again, we're, we, I want you to be satisfied. I want you to be fulfilled. That's what satisfaction means. You're content. You're happy. You're satisfied because you have everything you need, but we're going to add something to it and give you something that you want. Kim, this is like beyond um, anything so, so kind to pour into us like this. I mean, we're just, you know, a couple of hillbillies, uh, <laughs> literally barefoot hillbilly. And so... Uh, but I wanted to say that, like Blythe said earlier, when um, we're on stage together exchanging this banter, we get to feel alive and free, and we just mm-hmm. hope we can let other people feel that way because we do have so much, you know, being a mom, feeling that trap. You feel so alive and called to do what you're, you know, you feel like you're you're called to do. So um, anyway, this is such an amazing opportunity, and are you are you sure? I'm I'm dead dog sure. And I want to tell you, it's, it's so wonderful. I think, I think when you, well, I know because I live it, when you step into what you have a love for, like you said, when you're on stage and the two of y'all are going back and forth, what does that feel like? Y'all tell me what that feels like. It feels like, um, I know purpose. what I'm supposed yeah. to, yeah, it feels like purpose. It feels like I know what I'm supposed to do because mm-hmm. I, I, when we step on stage, Carrie and I both have said that that is our comfort zone. That Seriously. is okay. that is where we are meant to be. It's, yeah. um, and, and people, and, we get one laugh, watch out. Yes. yes. Guns, are, <laughs> guns are blazing. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. All right. So here's your homework. I'm going to give you the box of goodies. I'm going to send you some makeup. You're going to do some videos for me. I want you to really think about what you two are going to do, what you are going to say, and how you're going to deliver it. And I want this process for both of y'all to be spontaneous and fun and very satisfying. Don't think of it as work. Don't think of it as another big responsibility in your life, something your to-do list. I want you to do what you do on stage, baby, where you feel like you're in your comfort zone. And let me tell you something. When you're on stage and the two of y'all are feeling like it's home, that's what purpose and calling feels like. It's like coming home. When you put your babies to bed and everyone's fed and, and the house is relatively clean and you're in the bed and you're turning on whatever TV show or whatever book you're reading or whatever you've got going on, and you feel home, right? And you feel good, right? Yes. Fulfilled. Yes. It's fulfilled. Your purpose and your calling feels just like that spiritually. It is the same feeling. And it's it's hard to convey that to someone that doesn't know because they're like, oh, they just like the attention of being on the spotlight. And what's wrong with that? 
we, we worry about what people think and we shouldn't because whenever, you know, what was funny is like, whenever we do something together, we're always like, oh my gosh, I said this and you said this. Did, we, did, that, did, did, that, did, that, did they take that okay? Did that yes. sound okay? Yeah, we do that back and forth before. Okay, well, that's called vulnerability remorse. <laughs> that's called... That's called something, that's for a whole nother episode. We'll get there. But right now, I got to get you doing to do. You got to get going because you got to start feeling alive again, fulfilled again, and satisfied again so that you can go another step. Okay, that we're leveling up. You can't go from here to here. You got you to take one step at a time. So this next step is just getting busy about doing the thing first because you're going to find what you think a call and a purpose is not a job. It's not what you do. It's your why you do it. So you're going to be doing a lot of different things in this call together, separate. You know, your calling is connected for sure. And each of y'all have your own specific calling. And, and, and so beautiful that God has you both working together to do it right now. But we got to get you doing the thing. Yeah. So the step is I'm going to send you and you love to do videos. That's what you can do that from your home. You're both, you both, I know you're an RN, you work and you, you know, you're a farmer's wife. You are working, you've got children, but you're going to have to carve that time out. If not, but 10 or 20 minutes out of your week to do a little video, 30 second minute, two minute video with this banter going back and forth and watch your purpose and your call show up for you. Kim, that you are speaking life into us. And I just thank you so much for doing that. That is so sweet. And I am not kidding you. Carrie and I love makeup, but my favorite foundation is Hydra Bell by Kim Gravel. <laughs> well, that's perfect. No, but I put it on myself. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. To look better. Well, you know, Neither one of you do because you both are gorgeous. But I, 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 was, I, I was, when Blythe came, first came up and I'm looking at both of you, I'm like, them girls know how to beat a face now. They can beat a face. <laughs> All right. Done and done. Okay. Do me two favors. One, I want you to stop saying to yourself, who do I think I am? And replace that with I'm everything I'm called to be. So whenever you start having those thoughts, those, and they probably go like a rabbit hole, you start with one thought and it's like, and it starts circling a toilet bowl before it goes down. So just replace it. I'm everything I'm called to be. And then number two, number two, do something every day towards your call. If it's just planning, I'm going to do this video and we're going to call it this and write it down. You have to start stepping into it, letting go of the excuses so that you can level up. I'm, I am so ready. Put me in, coach. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. All right, girl. Are you overworked, underpaid, exhausted, but love your kids so much and want to be the best mama for them? How about the best version of you? You deserve that. I'm Gianna Demedio simon And I'm Casey McDonnell-Hosmer, and we are moms who absolutely love our new roles in life. But man, were we not prepared for some of the fine print in the job description. We want a connection with our children and our partner that doesn't come at the cost of the relationships with our own selves. 
We're helping you mother up every Monday on your favorite podcast player. Also, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash at mother up pod. Woo, Zach. Oh, Kim, that yeah. was your right? Oprah moment. Okay. Well, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> You know, it, it it's it's so lovely to hear someone be so transparent, Zach. I mean, she just laid it out there, and it didn't take much. Just a few questions. She's so ready for that next level in her life. It was just so apparent. And I'm excited to see her journey because I really think a lot of us women feel that way. A lot of people, not just women. I mean, everybody feels like they want more out of life, but are paralyzed to get it sometimes just because of the excuses they, that we use or the things we tell ourselves, right? The thing that really resonated the most is when she was talking about how it's like, why me, right? Like, why do I get to have a bigger life than just being a farmer's wife? Or like, why, mm. you know, I live in a small town. There's a lot of people who sort of have, you know, not to, not to say anything bad about this, but like sort of small town aspirations, right? They're happy with like the, the thing that they've carved out for themselves here. But yeah, but you know what, Zach, everybody wants more. Everybody wants more. And, and not from a selfish standpoint, not from like just collecting more stuff. People want to live out what they're made to do. I think the two biggest, um, the, the main question I hear everyone talk about, it's not like, you know, people want to raise their kids well. They want to have great families. They want to have their careers, all of that. But I think the biggest life question is, why am I here? And then the second biggest life question is, and what am I going to do about it? People want to know why they're here. And so, you know, I just remember my dad. I just remember my dad. He would talk to me for hours. You know, I was just a dumb kid. So dumb. Don't say anything because I've grown a little bit. Okay. <laughs> okay. And he would ask me a question. And then I would give some surface answer and he would say, why? Because I just don't like pink. Why? And he would drill down the simplest question to become this amazing pot of gold or this amazing discovery of gold. And he, he would always ask that question, why? Well, why? Every, question, every time I'd answer something, he would ask me why. And that's I call that digging for gold in people. Um, we did that tonight with Blythe. We just just asked the right questions to get her to say some of the things that has probably not ever been said out loud in her life. But those are the things and questions that need to be answered to get to the next level in our life. So I'm excited to see how all that's going to unfold, how um, you know these videos are going to turn out, and how she's going to start stepping into her calling and leveling up her life. And I have, uh, I think it's going to be pretty big. I think it's going to be good. And we're going to bring her back in a few weeks and we're going to check in with Blythe and we'll do another coaching session. Um, Cause now you're her confidence coach. That's it. Um, I'm here for, her. I want to end the episode with a little segment that I thought up. Um, and I just changed the name just because um, it's just so perfect. I'm calling it digging for gold with a toddler. Cause like, you know, I have toddlers. <laughs> Okay. okay, so I had my kids record a little something for you. Ready? Okay, okay, let's go. Okay, Kim. Okay, 
Just answer the question, okay? Okay. Why do you get up in the morning? Because I have to. Why? <laughs> because I got to get up and raise my family and get on with the life. Why? <laughs> because I have something to do every single day. I have a purpose of being every single day. I'm not only just a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a business owner, I'm a best friend, I'm a sister, I'm a mother. Why? Because God made me an individual. He made me someone to encourage and edify. And if I didn't do it, I'd be miserable. Why? Because I love people, and I love my life. I like living a big life, and I want to see everyone else live a big life. Why? Because that's what we're here for, is to live the biggest, best life we can. I'm going to leave it at that, Kim. Yeah. Till next week, y'all. We love y'all. The Kim Gravel Show is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Our associate producer is Kathleen Grant, the brunette exec. Production help from Emily Breeden and Sarah Noto. Our cover art is designed by Sanaz at Mamarian Creative and Mike Kligerman edits the show. And a special thanks to the team at QVC. Head over to thekimgravelshow.com and sign up for our mailing list. Again, we can't do this without you, so thank you for listening, and we love you. And you look stunning. Kim, thank you. You are stunning. No. We're just trying to follow you. <laughs> no, girl, you look amazing. I'm excited about this. And I'm just Mr. Uggo over here. Okay. No. Let's okay. <laughs> oh, Zach, you're gorgeous. You're just gorgeous. Oh, wow. oh thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. I, and didn't, we, I and didn't expect that. And we don't see that. the pimple on your nose. We don't see it, <laughs> Oh, Zach. my gosh. I'm just, I'm out, Kim. That's it. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs>